holidays. We are live here on the Resistance broadcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on our annual uh, Star Wars holiday live stream, where we're going to have a great time talking about the latest Star Wars news, but also announcing two giveaway contests. And we have an unboxing later in the show. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, we just want to say hello. I'm John. That's James. And welcome back to Lacey Gillerin. Woo! Back, back in the mix for one. I'm back. <laughs> one show back in the mix before the calendar turns. So welcome back, Lacey. How are you doing? It's like sneaking in a doctor's appointment after you got in your deductible. It's basically that. <laughs> oh, okay. Very nice. Very Just trying nice. Trying to get one last one in there. So, uh, yeah, if you want to take a moment just to say hi to everybody and let everybody know how you're doing, because it's been a little while since they saw you, and I'm sure, like, we've been talking to you, so we know how you're doing. Yes. Our patrons and resistance officers know, but for everyone else out there listening, how you doing, Lacey? I am good. Thank you to everyone for the kind thoughts and well wishes and messages. Uh, I'm going to be getting back to you before the New Year's, I promise. Uh, it is a new world once you have two children. Uh, it is completely different and uh, changes you in so many ways, but also just like days turn into weeks, turn into it's been almost six weeks. But I'm happy to be back. I gave birth to my son, Archer Luke, on November 13th at 11.08 a.m. It was super casual. It was actually very nice. If anybody's ever giving birth, you should schedule it because it's actually pretty delightful. You just roll up and they're like, okay, let's do this. Wow. <laughs> Compared to the previous time where it's like, oh my God, my water broke and all this other stuff. So, right. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Uh, a little crazy. I did. We had a big storm here in Connecticut over the weekend and my whole kitchen flooded. So now I need a whole new kitchen. But besides that, <laughs> I'm doing really well. All right. And just well, enjoying the holidays, which is my favorite time of year. We are glad to have you back. And not to one up you, Lacey, but. No, I'm just. I was purpose. <laughs> I was starting with that because it seems like we're all having kind of a weird week. I throw up that picture, Lacey. Oh, yeah, sure. Sorry. Yeah, I got this. I, right I gave here. so this Whoa, is my son. Gigantic, Archer. but they're <laughs> all good. So this is Archer. This was taken the day the day he was this within twenty four hours of when he was born. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. Archer Aww. Luke. People in the chat are going, Luke? Yep, Luke. Uh actually it's a wink to Star Wars, but it's more because my father's middle name is also Luke. So it's more for my father, but it also is for Star Wars. <laughs> Very nice. We shall follow his career with great interest. And John uh, did guess it a long time ago. Oh, right. Yeah. He said that <laughs> in the show. We did. posted the screenshot with your approval of the text exchange. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. I watched that episode. Um, uh, yeah, it was very funny because every day John would send me like four names. And Matt and I share an office. So one day he sent me that and I literally turned to Matt. And I was like, he guessed it. And Matt was like, what? I was like, Yeah. And so I played it off and yeah, I was like, where that. did yeah, you come yeah. up with these names? But I didn't say no, right. because I didn't want to lie. That's right. But then every oh. other name, if he was to show you the chat, it would be like, no, no, absolutely not. No, no. So to be clear, <laughs> I've, I predicted the end of Endgame. I predicted mm. the end of The Rise of Skywalker. And I predicted mm -hmm. your, your second child's name. That's yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Ooh. All right. Could you have predicted I, how your night would have gone, though? Huh? Tonight, how night tonight would have gone for you? Could you have predicted that? No. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say I don't think you're very good at predicting. 
Not to one up Lacey's <laughs> kitchen disaster, but I literally got T-boned two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> no joke, he did. It was very crazy. Yeah. I texted Lacey. I was like, John, was it an accident? He's okay. Because what there. happened ah. was, wait, hold on. Before you get into this, John, what happened was I texted you guys some information being like, oh, let me know what you think, okay? And then I log out of Discord and I start doing something else and I get a text within 30 seconds from James being like, John was in an accident. I was like, what? When? How did this? He's like, just now. Check Discord. I'm like, what? Yeah. It was the craziest situation because I yeah. just was in there. So yeah. I felt like I was like, did I miss something? Oh yeah, my God. car looks like uh, the Falcon when it lands on Savarine. It, uh, it's probably a bad idea to pull up that picture, right? Yeah, don't pull that one up because who knows? I may, you know, I don't know if that's a legality thing because, uh, you know, yeah, it wasn't my funny. fault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got drilled and I, I hope my car's not total, but the airbags went off. But I'm okay. As far as I know, I may wake up feeling a little sore tomorrow. Uh, who knows what? But as of now, you know, at least I'm alive. Uh, <laughs> we are alive, baby. <laughs> it's a Christmas uh, miracle. Yeah. Especially because yeah, so. she had Christmas lights on our car. So it was really Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, deep, deep. so that was that was an interesting night, but I, I couldn't miss this. So here I am. I'm happy to be here. And I want to thank everybody for joining us, whether you're joining us live or you're listening on your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much. You know, it's been a wild year and I'll, you know, I'll get to that in a little bit. But um, before I do anything, I just want to make sure everybody, if you're new to TRB, make sure you subscribe to the show. We did just pass 600 ratings on Spotify. So thank you to everybody who's been rating us over there. It helps us show up in searches. Uh, same goes for Apple. Uh, or if you're a, just exclusively a YouTube watcher, thank you for helping us because we just started this channel a year ago and uh, it's been going very well. So thank you for that. Two things before we get into what everyone's probably here for, which is the announcements of these giveaway contests that we're going to be doing tonight, because we're such great people. Mm -hmm. uh, the first is we have a discount code for Gentle Giant. You can get 20% off merch at Gentle Giant using the promo code RESIST20 at checkout. So if you're in the market, you get some money for Christmas or... I was going to say, get that Christmas money. Buy something yeah. for somebody. Uh, make sure you use our code, RESIST20 at checkout, 20% off. Boom, there you go. And then last but not least, weirdbrothers.com. If you're a coffee drinker or just Google the Resistance Brew and it'll be the first link that comes up. But go to weirdbrothers.com if you want to drink our coffee. We have a coffee brand. And wow. you'll be helping us. You'll be helping a small business. And they also donate proceeds to uh, veterans. So weirdbrothers.com for our coffee there. So that's enough of that stuff. Uh, we do have super chats. If you want to zoom your comment up to the front and have it read on the show, we are doing Ask the Resistance at the end of the show. So if you want to put your questions in the chat and you want us to use it, just use hashtag Ask the Resistance. Um, but now I'm going to hand it over to the wonderful and returning Lacey Gillerin to get into our giveaway contest announcements and how you can enter. Oh, so I'm doing these. Okay. So. I told you, you were, first of all, you are the giveaway person. <laughs> so you, you're back. We're putting you to work. Apparently. Um, I apologize. I've and you been, ha and you on, have all this stuff too. They're all like, I know I'm saying, I apologize if this comes out confusing. I've been sleeping maybe three to four hours a night for like, three, like four weeks. So it's a little crazy. The other day I put two shirts on, I put a shirt on <laughs> and then I like was looking around my room, like, where did my shirt go? Weird. And I put another shirt on. And then later when I was changing, I was like, why do I have two shirts on? Anyway, a little side note. Uh, so we have a wonderful contest for you guys. How long do we want to run this bad boy till New Year's? What are we looking for? 
So how about we announced, we announced the winner on our first episode of the new year. Perfect. That sounds wonderful. So the first option, there's two ways to win with two different prizes, which is really cool. And don't worry, we have more stuff to give away. If you don't win here, we're going to have a ton of giveaways in 2024. We can't wait. So three prizes. The first, right? N- what? No, three two. prizes. Two sets of prizes. Two oh, two sets I got of prizes. Sorry. I was in an accident today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been back for nine minutes of nothing. I'm so sorry to everyone that's like, why is she back now? They haven't done anything in nine minutes. All right. So anyway, Ahsoka prize pack is the first uh, awesome giveaway and you can win. And I hope I don't drop any of these things because then you're never going to see them. Uh, first is the Ahsoka electronic mask. And then we have... Oh. That goes on your head. And this Ahsoka and that talks. And, stuff. and then there's that one. 12 inch figure. Ahsoka and then we have Tana, the Mission Fleet uh, T6 Jedi shuttle that comes with Ahsoka and it like shoots cool blasters and stuff. Nice. Uh, that prize pack. So that came from Hasbro. So thank you, Hasbro. Uh, and the way you can win that is if you follow us on. Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, and you retweet this episode or repost this episode on on Twitter and let us know what your favorite moment was from this year after you repost it, uh, you are entered to win those three things. And we'll announce it in the coming episode. And we'll, um, whether that's the live tweet you retweet or tomorrow when we post the audio version, we'll count, we'll include both of those. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then the other way to win is here right on YouTube. If you're listening to this on audio, head over to YouTube and you can have a chance to win. If you're watching this a couple of days later, no worries. You still have a chance to win. And what you do have to do is you have to subscribe to the channel and leave a comment on this video about Star Wars and the upcoming project that you're looking forward to most in 2024 and why. Um, and you that's in the comments. So you can write it in the chat if you want right now if, if you're watching live but it's not going to count so you can want to do it after the fact under the video and you could win this four spirits three pack with anakin obi-wan and yoda as force ghosts return of the jedi 40th anniversary That's um we picked this up as a giveaway for you guys from hasbro so we're really pumped Very to give cool. it away and that Excellent. is how you can win can, can you clarify that anakin what are we looking at there is that uh that's hayden it is hayden oh, it is hayden oh, oh, so it's canon oh it's canon okay it is canon so it's mm-hmm. it's uh the three of them wow that's great with hayden yeah all right so good and luck cool to everybody school packaging too that does look awesome i gotta say yeah. that is a cool pack um I don't it's know that regular I would open, but it's regular obi-wan too not this like older version of ewan mcgregor that john predicted for the end of obi-wan kenobi right <laughs> i didn't predict that Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I predicted a CGI oh, Alec a, Guinness. A, a blend. Yeah. No, you didn't. You said yes, it would be a blend or something. No, they would blend his age, but it would be CGI Alec Guinness, which they should have done. It was stupid they didn't do that. Yeah. But they may do season two. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's old. Oh, hopefully they uh, drop some money on season two. Um, all right. Good luck to everybody on those giveaways. So make sure you uh, follow those instructions. And again, you didn't have to listen live. We wanted to make sure everyone had a chance to enter that. And when we return, which should be on 
Thursday, January 4th. We will announce the winners of both of those. So uh, this is our last episode of 2023. So uh, again, we want to thank everybody who listens to the show, whether you've been with us for a long time or you just found us this year. It means a great deal to us. Uh, We did just under 100 episodes this year uh, between TRB and the Mando Fan Show and, of course, our live panel at London uh, in London at Star Wars Celebration. So uh, it's been a great year. And however you found us, uh, thank you so much because we look forward to an even bigger and better 2024 and 2025 as movies start filming and more of these shows come out. So thank you all. And uh, let's get into the show here. Remember, ask the resistance in the comments if you want your uh, comment or question Question. used on the show. Uh, Also, the Super Chat's available too. Um, Now, Lacey, do you want to do the unboxing now or later? I say we do it later. Maybe we'll hold it off. Okay. We're going to do an unboxing a but bit later. I do later, have some super chats. And we're going to get to some super chats, and then we're going to dive into the news. All right. So first up, we have David Probus, Pobre One Kenobi. What up, man? Missed you, bud. He said, for a Lacey Gillerin. Thank you so much. Any Lacey Gillerin. Yeah. <laughs> just anyone. Just one yeah. of them. <laughs> Whichever <laughs> one David. you like. Thanks so much, David. You're the best. And then PLD Projects. Thank you so much for the super chat. Said, happy holidays, folks. Uh, a little accent can't hold Hoey back. No, no, nope. cannot. I was Thanks, afraid PLD. for the person that hit him. Yeah. <laughs> when he texted us and he was like, this idiot, I was like, I'm worried for them. Because <laughs> I mean, if I hit John Hoey, I would be very scared. Hmm. This gigantic man gets out of the car, very angry gigantic. at me. I would, I would be like, see, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I, yeah, I was, I don't know. I was all right, I guess. I was just glad my kids weren't in the car, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I asked you. I was like, well, you were you alone in the car, right? No offense. I was going to get Chinese food. <laughs> Did you get the Chinese home? My my sister-in-law picked it up and brought it to us. Turns out to be, it was a sweet and sour Oh, you didn't evening. even get? No, sweet and sour. <laughs> no, we got it. She picked it up for me. But I'm saying you didn't even make it to the Chinese place. Oh, no. I was a half a mile from my house and this idiot drills me in the side of my car. And then, then imagine if you had the food, you could have taken it out of the car and just hit her across the face with the bag of food. <laughs> just Chinese food everywhere. I just take like duck sauce and I like just <laughs> shoot it right in her eye. How dare you? Um, Although she yeah. had a kid in the car, so you probably wouldn't do that. No, yeah. And they were, they were fine too, whatever. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. So uh, where are we at? We, we've gone through the super chats. We're good there. Thank you to PLD. Thank you, David. Appreciate that very, very much. Uh, James, the time has come to dive into right. the news in the Resistance Report. It's the Resistance. You guys watched the Today Show ever? Because recently... <laughs> Only online when there's yeah, clips that someone said exactly, something. Yeah, Ethan Hawke was on it and he was discussing how badly he wanted to be in a Star Wars project... Um, we actually have the clip, so why talk about it or why not just show it on the, the, the podcast? Uh, let's go ahead and pull it up. It's gonna I'm thinking I'm going to get it out there, there. Yeah, put it out there but as an Alps. Would you, would you, would you go for like a, a series on Disney Plus? Yeah, like, uh, like Star Wars? I'll be Obi-Wan's best friend. Ethan, I feel like there's first time. He's manifesting. Yeah. Come on, people. Someday I hope to be on the show promoting it and we'll show a clip of this moment. dreams come true. Are you okay buying a mask? I'll do whatever they want. Give me a lightsaber. I'll be a bad guy. I'll be a good guy. I don't care. I've said it on every talk show. Yeah. 
So wow, look at that. He's been saying this for a long time, by the way. Yeah. So he's been very interested in being in the show. And normally I would say I don't really care too much when someone's like, I want to be in a Star Wars movie because, you know, it's kind of like who doesn't. But watching him be excited about it, I got to say, it makes me feel like he's sort of, like they said, manifesting it. That he, that he wants to be in it and he's putting it out there. And I'm sure uh, Lucasfilm is working with enough people that they probably at some point would be like, um, do you have any characters or any interest in Ethan Hawke? And uh, and someone's going to be like, yeah, that sounds great. I would love to have him. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. Um, let's start with you, John. What do you think? Ethan Hawke. I, I like Ethan Hawke a lot. I mean, Training Day uh, is one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, and he's been nominated twice for acting Oscars, four Oscar nominations in total. Hasn't won an Oscar yet, so clearly that's why he wants to get into Star Wars. Because Star Wars actors <laughs> always win Oscars, but uh, I like the the fan element of this guy because a lot of people see Ethan Hawke sometimes and see him as this sort of like oh he's like a method actor he takes his craft too seriously and it's sometimes like maybe he does, but he's a really good actor for one thing, so he would immediately be a great pick. I think he'd be a great villain in Star Wars. So that that's something that could be interesting. Um, but it's funny I. I was looking because he had said, I, I have for years, I've been going on all these talk shows and keep, I keep trying to say it that I want to be in Star Wars. And sure enough, I look it up and there's a clip of him five years ago on Conan being like saying almost the same thing. I'll be anything. I'll be a Wookiee. I'll do anything. And then he, on another show, like in, in 2014. So he's he's serious when he says this on the Today and- Show. So this isn't like him trying to recoup from him bashing Marvel and all the fans being mad. You remember when he said all that stuff? I don't, but... He's clearly a, a true and true Star Wars fan. Like he grew up loving it and he just wants to be in the mix somehow. And I think if they ever got Ethan Hawke to be in Star Wars, you don't hide him behind a mask and you don't make him a small part. I think he would be like a real impact player. And mm-hmm. one person he cited, uh, I don't think it was this interview, but I think it was the Conan interview I watched from 2018. He goes, I just watched the Han Solo movie. I loved it. Uh, Woody Harrelson's in that. He's like, so how, Woody can be in it. Why can't I be in it? And he's like, we're the same age, blah, blah, blah. So he's been really pushing for it for a long time. And I would love to see it because one, he's supremely talented. And two, he's a massive Star Wars fan. And I love, again, I, you know, I always say this, I love people wanting to be in Star Wars and not have it feel like it's something that they wish they weren't doing, um, which we've seen. So uh, I, I think this would be great. You know, we've seen or at least have speculated that Lucasfilm seems to um, keep their ear to the ground when these types of things happen. I mean, look how Rosario Dawson got her gig as Ahsoka from fan casting. Yeah, well, Lizzo's the bad example of that, I think. But <laughs> I'm just saying that's an example that she constantly talked about how much she loves Star Wars and then she ended up in Star Wars. I know. She posted a picture with like plastic Yoda ears on. They're like, it's fate. She has to spend. <laughs> we have to make it happen. She, she needs to be in this show. Um, <laughs> it took but Ewan, how long? <laughs> and- I know. So, but Ethan Hawke, you know, one of the best actors around, and he's been around for a long time, like Dead Poets Society. He was acting when he was a kid. He's just been around for such a long time. And, and uh, I, I would just love the passion that he brought and also the talent. So to me, it's a no brainer. I hope this is one of those instances where they are listening and I just really genuinely hope uh, he gets his wish one day because what a talent you'd be able to bring into Star Wars with Ethan Hawke. And, and he would be like just nerding out sort of like we've heard uh, like when Boyega first showed up or whatever. But this guy's like one of the he'd be one of the best actors to have ever been in Star Wars. So I'm all for it. I don't know what Lacey thinks, but I, I dig it. 
Yeah, let's hear what you got, Lacey. What do you think? I I I have no preference in the sense of I think the only movie that I really liked him in, and I might be totally wrong with this. It's kind of like I'm picturing his face, but I might be misremembering. Is isn't he in that Angelina Jolie movie where he's like she's investigating a murder and then she ends up boning him and then he's <laughs> Are you talking about the bone collector? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> sure am. <laughs> what is that movie? Uh, ta- uh, taking lives. Taking lives. Oh my gosh, I love. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I. Uh, I just I love- said that. Yeah, you said the bone collector. Get out of here. Um, I did like Taking Lives. That's the movie I was going to say. Taking Lives, she was very, he was very good in that with her. Um, so that's kind of like my reference. Someone in the chat had said Gattaca. Oh, Tom did. Tom said he loved it. I remember they made me watch this at school for some reason. I think it was like science class, and I thought it was so boring. So I am so sorry I didn't like him in Gattaca. But uh, in kind of on the other side of the equation from what John said, he said he didn't like him in a mask. Wasn't he just in black phone where he wore that kind of creepy, scary mask and he was a bad guy? Black phone? Yeah. Something like you just um, made that up. I no. didn't just make that up. That was like he a was really in, big horror um, movie this the year. The Purge. Was he in The Purge? I thought he was in Black Phone. Am I making this up? Oh, he is in The, the oh, Black yeah, Phone. The Black Phone. It's yeah, getting right. a... <laughs> Black Phone is getting a uh, sequel. People liked it so much. But he plays this like guy, this like, creepy serial killer with like a very big, long black devil Oh, mask. yeah. That's you know what's funny? funny? I saw this movie and I kind of... Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, I did see this movie. <laughs> well, I don't remember it being Ethan Hawke, honestly. Well, that's good. That's good that you don't remember that because yeah, some people he in wears the chat a mask saying, for a lot of it. Yeah. Right. And people in the chat have been saying, oh, well, his his face would take me out of it because I know him. Here's an example. James saw this movie where he's in a mask and he didn't recognize that he was really in it that much. He plays mm-hmm. a really evil dude. So I'm on board. He like James said earlier, he's super pumped about it, excited, keeps dropping hints. Although I feel kind of lame about talking about manifesting now, because as soon as you see stuff on the Today Show where like these people are <laughs> like people's moms and grandmas are being like they're manifesting you're like okay can't use that word anymore it's past being cool now (laughs) because the today show is like where pop culture terms slash uh i don't know hip lingo goes to die as soon as someone on the today show uses it like al roker's using it it's like oh well there we go (laughs) can't use this anymore al roker Uh, (laughs) al roker is like that taco sauce is fire and people are like, oh, no, that taco sauce is manifesting. See, you're, you're, yeah, you're laughing right now, but it's kind of like when like news talk radio uses it. So like when you listen to the radio randomly in the car and they're talking about something that happened like a week and a half ago and you're like, oh, my God, that's so done. And they're like, did you hear the story about Britney Spears with knives? And it's been like two months. Oh, and you're yeah. Like, Come on, guy, get up on mm. it. It's kind of like yeah. that. Like that's the Today Show. <laughs> no offense, Today Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he seems really excited. I, I, it's funny because this clip came up on my timeline this week, along with the Oscar clip with Carrie Russell, where they were like, "Would you ever do a Disney?" And he was like, "Nope." Yeah. And Carrie Russell laughs, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love you. You're so funny." He's like, "Nope, I'm done." 
cashing in my chips. And it was like literally in the same few tweets as this clip. So it was refreshing to see someone that's like, please, please, please put me in this. And I can only imagine because his family is so pop culture driven with Uma Thurman being in Batman and Mm -hmm. then she was in Kill Bill, which are such big pop culture moments. And now his daughter is in Stranger Things and she's like a fan favorite character in that. Yeah. I'm sure he's looking for his piece of pop culture pie, if you will. Could be. (laughs) As I I roll through his list, his filmography, it is quite incredible. And I get all the way to the beginning. Do you guys know Ethan Hawke's first on-screen role? Yes. Black Phone. Black Phone's wrong. (laughs) Although, isn't it the Black Phone? Yeah, it is. So. Uh, He was in Newsies, right? No. It's Explorers. Do you guys know this movie? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Three kids. They build a device that allows them to fly into space and they go, they meet the alien characters. Yeah. I just sounded like Sean Connery. I wonder, I hope I don't turn into Sean Connery after getting (laughs) T-boned. What if you did? What if you got that like foreign syndrome? You've been saying bone a lot. Yeah. Why is bone the thing? Is that movie (laughs) called black bone or black phone? The password is bone. You guys want to know what I got my dog for Christmas? (laughs) People are going to think to, to win our giveaways, they need to tweet at us just the word bone. Do you? Yeah. I used to watch that show all the time, like about a sick password. It was on the game show network and they'd be like, the password is butter. <laughs> it's like, what's your um, favorite David Boreanaz TV show? It's always that voice, that like weird, like very monotone. It's like, <laughs> yeah. we're oh, telling Buffy. a secret. Oh, I'm sorry. We were looking for bones. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of that Nickelodeon Deschanel's show. With- sister. It's so yeah. Emily Dishnell. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they're sisters. Uh no, that Nickelodeon show with Summer Sanders where they had to guess the word. They would do that. Oh, they'd be like, we were act- figure it out. They were like, we'd actually looking for carrots, not carrot. And they'd be like, what? And then the slime. Like it didn't yeah. matter if you got it. Oh yeah. What's her name? Was like the who's Amanda who Bones was on that show. Amanda <laughs> Bones. She, she probably was. Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> Yes, he was. That's right. All right. I've Um, been around a baby for five weeks, (laughs) so this is all just coming out. Well, I'm down for Ethan Hawke as well. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say. Like, he obviously has been doing this for a very long time. He's very good, very talented. Um, We're not even naming, like, uh, a 20th, you know, of, like, what he's done. His list is so long of the stuff that he has been involved in. Um, and uh, as Lacey said, like his entire family. So like, I, th- I think this could be great. You could actually get like a lot of them to be in star Wars and I'd be okay with all of them, you know, the entire family. If it's not too um, late, get them in that new Ray movie. Like just get them in there. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, really or he could be in. a great Imperial officer for Dave Filoni related stuff. Mm. You know, if you want to go part. down that, right? No. Well, I, need, I meant like, like maybe somebody, Imagine they recast Cara Dune and it was Ethan <laughs> Hawke. Just dressed up as Cara Dune though? Yes. <laughs> I go by Cara Hawk now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well. Uh, He'd do it. Yeah, speaking of yeah. he said anything, so. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll squeeze into that Babu Frick costume, man. Just get me in yeah. there. It's like, uh, um, Ethan, that was a puppet. You guys have puppets? No, Ethan Hawke is the one human that works with all the Inzellans in the show. Yes. So it's all Inzellans, then him like this. 
Yeah, it'll be like the old man in Fraggle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, well, speaking of, okay, so Ethan Hawke wants to be in Star Wars, but we almost got somebody else in Star Wars, and it would have been quite interesting. I'm going to pull up the clip here. Uh, it's still this one, but right here. Let's go. I stumbled across the most random trivia tidbit that I had never heard before. Oh, now we're, now we're Charlie Hunnam. That now you auditioned for the role of Anakin she sounds familiar. in Attack of the Clones. Is that true? That is true, yeah. I Goodness. Had... I, I had forgotten that until you said that, but yes, I, I did. Years and years ago, I met George Lucas. How far along did you get? Like, what was the, I just, I'm so, I never heard this. I got to the point where I was like, meeting George Lucas, you know, yeah. uh, uh, which, I don't think he meets a lot of actors. I think there was probably maybe two, two, three actors they were considering. I don't remember much about it. I remember that I was nervous and I was a little bit awkward and I just remember it walking out and thinking, well, I'm definitely not getting that role. And I was correct. <laughs> Sometimes it's all about vibes, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it's about the vibes. I, so, I, wish, I wish I could be as, like a tenth of as cool as that guy is. First of all, what's it? Where's he from? His accent. Oh, hey, he's Bennett. English. Merry Christmas, Bennett. <laughs> Hi, Bennett. <laughs> Bennett's like is here. James is like that guy in the BBC that's doing an important interview, and the kid comes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my wife is like right outside the door too. She's like, "I'm sorry." Oh, <laughs> but it's I was okay. Muted, yeah, no, yeah, it's all good. Okay. Um, um, I was gonna say, what's his? Where's he from? Because I've never really watched he's anything. English. Because do you hear his accent kind of goes a little like yeah. through a couple different ways? And I'm mm -hmm. like trying to guess where he's He's the from. reverse Johnny Depp. You know Johnny Depp pretends he's British? Yes. He, and then This goes, guy is English, but he's played so many American characters. That it that goes I think his back voice and forth. Is, it's almost like, like Christian Bale sometimes slips in and out. It's sort of like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's from Newcastle in the United Kingdom. And Newcastle, I was going to say that too. What? I was joking. I said Newcastle, Delaware. Well, actually, you know, I pulled it up. It's, it says Newcastle upon Tyne. And I was like, I'd not heard of that. I don't know if that's like the name. Is yeah. that actually the name of the city? Newcastle upon okay. Tyne. So, so I see. But, so, so Maddie Gunner. So by the way, hi, Matt. I hope you're doing well, buddy. Merry Christmas. Uh, Matt is like, so was so against this idea and I completely disagree. I know I'm not going first, but his comment came up and I had to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's his comment for our audio listeners? Well, he, he thinks it would be, uh, he hates the idea of Charlie Hunnam having played, if he played Anakin. He just, he just doesn't like it at all. Oh, um, I thought you were going to read his comment. Uh, no, his comment is he's English, but he sounds American. But when he wants to sound American, he sounds English, which is very <laughs> interesting. Um, so it's like basically Green Day. Wait, what? Do they... He's Billy he's Joe Canadian. tries to sound he he said I try to sound like an English guy trying to sound like an American that's what he said when he was like the voice because when you listen to Green Day oh. the guy's American but he tries to sound like he's British anyway interesting Lacey goes first on this one right he's Canadian right you're Canadian okay, let's move on <laughs> <laughs> what is happening anyway so besides the whole accent thing, which threw me off, uh, I think the top three people, including Charlie, was Leo DiCaprio, Hayden Christensen, and him, from my understanding, because Leo's the one everybody always throws around. Like I think Leo Paul Walker was in the mix, too. So those four people, yeah. yeah um, which, yeah. first of all, Hayden was the best person for the job. I'm glad he got it. And we've been hearing a ton of, 
ton of interviews and comments with him recently, Hayden, that he was like, I would love to come back to Star Wars at any time. So hope that happens. As for this, it's not surprising. I feel like for a lot of Star Wars movies, they saw a ton of people. I remember when they were doing auditions for Ray. I think they saw like Jennifer Lawrence. They saw like a duff, uh, like a ton of different people for all these different parts because they're just trying to find who's right. Um, I don't blame Charlie for saying he got awkward in front of George Lucas because I would get awkward in front of George Lucas, which is funny because George Lucas and himself is awkward. So you're it's just like the energy. <laughs> if you're awkward, <laughs> George Lucas, it's probably really funny. Wait, can you say that um, word again? Awkward. Okay. Is that not how you say it? Are you I say it differently. Right yeah. but How uh, do you say it? I say awkward. What did I say? Awkward. <laughs> yeah. I hear the difference, but I can't, I can't, I can't get out what the difference is. Like, is really? Wrong? <laughs> awkward? Yeah, I think awkward. I think you're saying it, awkward. Lacey, like I say it, but he's doing like an extra like awk to it. Awkward. Like there's in the beginning. Well, there's a W awkward. in there. It's not O C K. Awkward. Anyway, John's like it's awkward, and then it's cut to me ramming my car into his car. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I'm here right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> I may be in the world between worlds. I know that people make fun of me for that, and then people make fun of me because I say egg. Leg, yeah. Egg, leg, but I say keg. Hmm. So anyway, Charlie seems like a really good huh. guy. He's I, I can't wait to see Rebel Moon by the time, you know, people are rewatching this episode or listening to it later. I will have watched it. I'll let you know how it is. People are saying it's not great, but that's critics. So I'm going to go by my own score of my own two eyes. Is Rebel Moon out yet? Yes. It comes out today. No, oh, my God. Out. It is out. It's out. On Netflix? <laughs> I'm an idiot. It's out right now. Yes, the 21st. It's out. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, And they're I doing a director's out. cut, too. Oh. Yeah, I don't even want to comment on that yet. But uh, So, Charlie Hunnam, anything else on that, Lacey? No. John, Good yeah, job, but, Ash. Killing it. I um, Yeah, as someone said, can a I saw in the comments, can Ash come on TV? She's been on TRB like two or three times. Uh, would happy, happy she was on back. TRB before all the other podcast guys. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know the deal. Uh, Lacey, right. you will be glad to know that it has 24% critic score, but 73% audience score. Mm. Can't wait. Going in with a fresh perspective. With a thousand plus <clears throat> ratings. Um, I haven't watched Snyder any trailers fans. for it. <laughs> am, I, am I up on Charlie Hunnam? Is that what's happening? Yes, yes. you are. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. Uh, I thought Charlie Hunnam was awesome on that show and he got better every season. I think he's a better actor than Hayden Christensen. Um, back then, though, it's hard to say because he was 18 or whatever when he auditioned. Uh, maybe he he was right. Maybe he was not the right person at the right time. Um, so it's hard to say with the, you know, through the lens of looking at how those actors are today. I love Hayden. And I thought, you know, Hayden did it. I thought he did a good job in the prequels. I think he's done a better job since. Um, I just think he had a lot of tough dialogue to work with back then. Uh, uh, even, clunky. Yeah. Even Natalie Portman, who's a class, you know, Oscar winning actress, looked a little stiff in the prequels at times. So it's just how it's Star Wars. Star Wars has weird dialogue. That's why when people say like somehow Palpatine returned and people still flip out five years later, I'm like, why don't you just have a glass of wine and chill out? Um, 
But with Charlie Hunnam, I I think it would have been cool, and I think he would have done a good job. Uh, I, I but it's funny that this hasn't really come up much for a guy who's always around and doing junkets and been in movies and stuff. So uh, I'm it's cool that uh, Ash Crossan caught that and and hit him up with that, and he was pretty honest about it. He's like, yeah, I guess I just didn't convince him that I that, that was the guy for the job. So who knows what would have happened? Um, you know. I don't know if that what, what that would have done to change Star Wars or if his performance would have been so much better. I don't know the answer to that, but it's just like how I feel about Kurt Russell almost being Han Solo. Like, I love Kurt Russell, and I think he would have crushed it as Han Solo. If you saw Big Trouble in Little China, it's like the same actor or same mm-hmm. character. But I'm Harrison Ford's my favorite actor, so it's like in a different timeline, Kurt Russell's playing Han Solo and Charlie Hunnam's playing Anakin Skywalker, and I love it in both timelines. And my Mazda CX-5 probably is completely fine in that timeline. So you know, it's <laughs> that's what we're working with. But uh, this is a cool little tidbit, a little almost sort of thing for one of the biggest characters in Star Wars history. And I like how he was very humble about it and saying like, "Look, it, it wasn't my job." So. I tried. I met George Lucas. It just didn't work out. But I think it would have been cool. It would be interesting if I could snap my fingers and say, let me watch episodes two and three with Charlie Hunnam as Anakin. And I bet it would have been pretty good. So, uh, but I like what we got. But I still think that would have been interesting to see. I looked up what he was doing around this time. And I'm like, I don't think anybody really knows this. I mean, um, in 1999, he was in a couple different TV series, but I'm sure these were just like one-off things like My Wonderful Life, Biker Groove, Micro Soap, Whatever Happened to Harold Smith. Looks like a movie, maybe a TV movie. And also a show called Queer as Folk. That was 1999, 2000. So probably would have been after he missed it. Yeah. I think that's where he made a name for himself there. Yeah. Um, going, going down the line as things continue on, uh, you know, uh, lots of stuff that he's been in that I was like, Oh, I actually really like that thing. There's a couple that I wasn't big fans of, but, um, I think like for the most part, I would say that I'm a fan of his and it would have been cool in this alternate timeline to see him. I also tried Googling, um, that shortlist for Anakin and it's just full of people that have come out over the years probably to be like, oh, at one point I was trying out to be Anakin. So I don't really know what that the real top, top shortlist was. Um, but well, he was on it. Yeah. He said he was. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. He's saying right there. He was like, it was between me and I think he said like three other people, two or three other people. So, I know Leo was because he was, he was coming off of a uh, Titanic. But did do we know that he was at that like the absolute top of that list? You know, he was on that short list. He was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, the names I were seeing, I was like, I probably these people tried out, but I don't know how far they made it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, another cool story, another interesting story, little piece of Star Wars history um, that I'm sure it's probably been mentioned before, but even he said he didn't even recall. So it's not like he's really talked about that um, very much. So eh, it's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, if we want to talk about this next story, the Dave Filoni teases a little bit of Thrawn uh, when he was talking with Empire Online. We can move forward to this. Um, yeah, he was doing this this interview, and he had a lot of really interesting things to say that kind of takes us on that direction of uh, what is up and coming for maybe more Mandalorian, maybe more Ahsoka, maybe more of that movie that we know he's directing. Um, but a lot of good comments uh, including things about the uh, Shadow Council and some of the characters that they're building up. But I think the one that really caught our eye 
was um, this one where he says his uh, his foil throughout Rebels was Hera. And pitting the two generals against one another is something that I find interesting. It could be the almighty. Well, he didn't say this, but the uh, the author said we could be seeing the almighty clash of blue and green, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, everybody's arguing over blue green, right? Is that teal? What is that? I don't know. Uh, John, what are your thoughts on um, on this specific conflict and how it's it's lining up to maybe be the big one for future Star Wars? Yeah, I think one of the things that we had questions about was how long were they going to spend time in that new, uh, new, new galaxy, that that boring, barren galaxy that we visited in uh, Peridia or whatever it was in Ahsoka. But Hera was sort of left behind, and we know that her son was right in the mix with her. So that's where my mind goes is the Jason Syndulla because they spent very small pockets on him in Ahsoka, but they wanted to make sure we paid attention to those and how attuned he was and things he was uh, sensing and noticing. And um, I think there's a big future for Jason Sindula in Star Wars. And I wouldn't shock me if we get an older version of him in those future movies, maybe even the Ray movie. So I think that's where I go. Because the Hera thing just seems like, like when I read this, I was like, makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like no, nothing that Filoni said here. I was like, oh, like uh, getting all excited or hyped up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still cool to hear him say it because Hera did have a smaller role for obvious reasons. She didn't travel to the um, other galaxy to find Ezra. So it is cool to know that there's more uh, ahead for Hera um, in terms of like a main role. Um, now, whether that's in Ahsoka 2 or not, he didn't really say or in his movie but eventually they're all going to be in that together. Like none of those big players are going to perish before that movie. Um, if they are going to meet their fate, it will be on the big stage, on the big screen, in the theaters. So people like Hera and Thrawn will make it through. There might be some smaller characters we meet along the way that don't, but you know that that clash is going to continue on, assuming that Filoni movie uh, still happens, um, which hopefully he does because he's pretty much the boss now. So um, he's like, you know what, me, we're not going to move forward with us. And he's like, oh, um, so I I think this is all cool and stuff, but it it more makes me intrigued about the idea of a bigger spotlight for Jason Sindula because he didn't stay back at the base. He was right there with his mom getting into the mix. So that means if she's having a bigger role, he's going to have a bigger role. And I could see a lot of them having a lot of fun with that, with Chopper, and then also maybe his ascent into becoming a Jedi. So I thought outside the box, and because everything else about this seemed a little like, yeah, that makes sense. So I wanted to see like where else my mind could go to um, get excited about the potential of things like, you know, Jason fulfilling his destiny, and you know, not writing wrongs about Kanan, but um, living up to the legacy of his dad and all, all that sorts of cool stuff that can come with him and Ezra's growing relationship. So that's where I went. Mm-hmm. One thing, one thing I like about Dave Filoni is sometimes I feel like he sort of states the obvious where you're like, Oh, why you know, like, why didn't I think of that? But it's right there. And this is one of these things where he says, um, you know, in rebels, his big foil was Hera. And, and, you know, I, it's like you obviously know that you're watching the show and he's constantly talking about General Sandula is doing this and this and this, you know, he's like planning it out. And for some reason, just hearing him say that, I was like, wow, that, you know, like, I think sometimes I think of his big foil was 
the group of rebels, or it might even be Ezra Bridger. But it really was like throughout the 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 story of the two factions, you know, the Empire versus this these groups of rebels. It really was him constantly trying to predict and and figure out what Hera's doing. So yeah. to see him say this, I go, this is really interesting because it really showcases how much she's going to be in charge of leading the official capacity of what's going on. Like oh, you're yeah. always going to have yeah. Ahsoka out there. And, you know, I know that she's a general and I know she's been talking to Mon Mothma and other uh, officials about this situation, but it's really cool to put it in that perspective. And it also kind of makes me wonder if we're going to get like Thrawn, uh, you know, loses in um, Rebels, but then maybe he wins in Mandalorian or Ahsoka over Hera and she takes a huge loss which leads us into the movie where it's a final showdown between the two of them yep. um, as far as the armies go behind the scenes because I imagine mm-hmm. um, Ahsoka will probably be on a more personal level uh, with whoever you know however they want to treat the villains in that case but Lacey I want to hear your thoughts on Dave Filoni's comments and and we should also talk a little bit about the the Pelion thing which is kind of interesting but what are your thoughts on just the Harrison Dula aspect of this future for Thrawn I was actually more interested in the Pelion stuff because oh, well then let's, let's just do that then. <laughs> go for it reason yeah. because we got we just finished Ahsoka right and I feel like there weren't that many connections between that and the Mandalorian that I assumed there would be given how many there were for Book of Boba Fett um that I just thought that all these things are weaving together, which I know ultimately they are, but I felt like there was definitely a separation except for Carson Teva and his mention of Mandalore. Whereas in season three of the Mandalorian, there was this shadow council that Dave mentions in this article and talks about Captain Pelion and them getting together with him, getting together with Thrawn. I was happy that clearly the thread is being pulled through all these series. Um, Cause I didn't really see it. I was waiting for the Mandalorian to show up in Ahsoka at some point, even just for a glimpse. And I know some people are critical of that being like, he better not show up. It's going to ruin it for me. And I'm like, but he seems to be that central character in this Mandoverse that's bringing all these other characters together. Um, And so for him to bring that up, it was nice to know that there is that connection, but also where is it going? Because I feel like they had all these really cool setups like they have in every season of the Mandalorian actually whether it be the lab with the cloning or the shadow council and all this other stuff like that haven't been answered. They haven't been explained yet. And you're trying to understand where it's going. So for him to mention it, I was like, all right, let's see where is Thrawn getting involved. Like, are we going to see the Mandalorian and Thrawn in the same scene? Like that's bananas because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Mandalorian still is the newest him and Grogu are the newest characters. So you can't help but question like, Who's behind all this stuff? Now, we know there's this undertone of Palpatine, but could Thrawn be also part of it? You know, what does that mean? I'm not cheering that. I'm just Which one is Palpatine again? (laughs) One that should have been dead a long time ago. Um, Yeah, this character is huge in Legends um, and and a big... um, um, to do on like his Wikipedia page and stuff. I mean, people cheered for him when he showed up at celebration. Like, people right. And so, Oh yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've had him show up in Canon only in a few places. He showed up a little bit in the Thrawn treason book. That was a little bit right. of a setup. Another setup. He throws up, shows up in the last episode of rebels, but only his voice. Um, and then finally in Mandalorian, we actually get to see him 
uh, I would say in person, but it's in a hologram. So now we have an actor, uh, a person actually playing this character. It's really cool uh, to know that uh, it, it has been something that Dave has been planning for a long time to slowly bring this character into because we know that he's doing that thing where he's pulling from legends where he's saying like, Hey, we really want to represent this character, right? And what people like about him are these characters, you know, the Eli Vantos and such, um, that they're going to be able to, to tie everything together. And I'm just excited to see where it all goes. And it's really cool to, um, give us that little hint because it's funny. He says, Oh, you know, I'd like to see these characters together or something like that. I know the future. You are the guy. I know. It's like, we we know what you're doing, man. You know, you're going to, you're going to, if you want to see it happen, if that's something that interests you, you're going to do what you can to do it on screen. So uh, it's all cool. And I love seeing that. Um, But another thing I love seeing are uh, some super chats. Do we have any Lacey? (laughs) We do. So first up, we have Ganon one three six. What up? <laughs> Something really weird. Uh, anyway, what up? Thanks for the chat. Said, thanks, he buddy. He said, "Merry Christmas, you filthy animals." Uh, thanks. Is Jude Law our new bone collector? Glad you're okay, John. Hello to my new 2023 Midwest neighbor, James. Oh, thanks, hey, what's up? Good to, and- good to hear from you, buddy. I'm laughing too because that's another bone <laughs> reference. Password. <laughs> uh, um, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Patrick, what up? Next up is Marco. Thank you so much, Marco. Oh, he look, he is a Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's on the the Jabba throne, the the Book of Boba Fett throne. Very cool. Um, he says, Shout out to Yoda from New Zealand. I met at TRB in London. Uh, I'm Marco, soon to be 501st Trooper. Congratulations, Marco, wow. uh, from Scotland, who sat next to you. Big hugs, and may the force be with you. That's cool. Oh, I love that. It was nice to meet you. Um, someone, from Scot- someone from Scotland met someone from New Zealand at our uh, live show? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's pretty cool. I thought he's saying that he's from Scotland but lives in New Zealand. I think he's saying shout-out to Yoda, someone that he knows from New Zealand who I met oh, at a TRB in London. Yeah, that's when even you came to the podcast. Yeah. TRB, but he just says I'm Marco. World peace. I'm from Scotland. Yeah, because we know, like New Zealand and Scotland have been at war. I don't know if you guys are history buffs. New Zealand, very violent country. We've been at war. They've been at war with Scotland for decades, and now here's Marco. Just like you know, we bring them together. So listen to our podcast. We create world peace. I love that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Marco says big hugs and may the force be with you. Also with you. Thank you so much. Oh, it wouldn't be a show without Freezy. Freezy 2324. Freezy, you updated your picture with Mark Hamill. I am so jealous. Freezy, you've been busy while I've been gone. Merry Christmas. Are they touching fingers like E.T.? I think they are. No, they're pointing just at each other like I'm with so. Oh, I wish they were touching because that's from uh, kind of a reference. When I mean, it might be Mark Hamill was talking about TLG and TLG. Oh my God, TLJ. The Lacey Gillerin. Yeah, <laughs> press conference. And he was talking about <laughs> how his nephew and Ray touched fingers, and he was going like, "Oh." Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, he said, "Can we get a new Star Wars movie yet?" I wish we would. Agreed, man. It's coming. Yeah. Thank you, Freezy. <laughs> Freezy, thank you, I'm Marco, so jealous of your, your picture. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
All right. Uh, then we have Marco again. He says, shout out to all my UK TRB fans. It's late here. It uh-huh. is. This is the after, 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 after party for you guys. Is it, th- is it 3.24 in the morning? Jeez Louise. Might be 2, 2.25. Yeah, probably. Love you guys. All you UK peeps and, and people that are probably further yeah. internationally. We appreciate you being here. means a lot. Thank you, Marco. And then we have my girl, Darth Snips. What up, girl? How you been? He's sh- hey. She said, oh my God, he said, she said, a very merry Sithmas to the TRB crew. <laughs> Thankful for John, James, and Lacey. Excited to see what 2024 brings to the base. Also, Lacey, I see Chopper behind you, and I hope you will open him and have a good sassy conversation. Coming up soon. Well. We are going to unbox him today, Darth Snips, just for you. Yeah. Just for you. Thank you, Wait. Snips. That's very kind of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we thank have- you so much. Yeah, we uh, the three of us should be should be here in full force in 2024, and we expect to have a really awesome year. So thank you, Snips, appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, is that it for the 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 chats? That is it for the chats. All right. Thank well, let's much. let's uh let's do one quick thing before we uh, do that unboxing, and it's just talking a little bit about the future of Star Wars, looking ahead to 2024, maybe even 2025, because we just got. A, uh, a sort of a um, an official document from uh, a Disney uh, Star Wars Lucasfilm, right? Lucasfilm Disney. publishing. It was Disney. Okay, yeah. yeah. Disney that put out this thing and it was, this is the, the official what's coming in 2024. And we got one recently that didn't have any animation on it and we were kind of confused. But this one at least clarified a little bit more. Uh, it said that in 2024, they're going to be releasing The Acolyte, Bad Batch Season 3, Skeleton Crew, Tales of the Jedi, and then the, uh, we'll talk a little bit about 2025 in a second. But any uh, highlights from 2024? What are we most excited about, Lacey? Um, skeleton Crew, probably, I think. Do, what, what order do you think this is getting released in? Mm, actually, Accolade is pretty cool, too. Not to, like, get off topic. <laughs> but that's, I think... That's on topic. I think it's going to be... The order that that it's in right now, actually. No, I'm going to switch Tales of the Jedi with Skeleton Crew. So I'd probably do Acolyte, Bad Batch, Skeleton Crew, or Tales of the Jedi, Skeleton Crew. Say it one more time. Acolyte. I think Acolyte's going to come around May the 4th. Then Bad Batch over the summer, Skeleton Crew, or Tales of the Jedi in the fall, and then Skeleton Crew around Christmas is what I think. All right. John, what do you think? That's Muggies. Um... That's tough. I, th- I mean, I, I saw something about the acolytes like still doing reshoots right now, probably like normal scheduled reshoots. Um, I forget where I saw that. Someone was reporting it. it might have been like Bespin Bolton or something like that. But, um, I I kept thinking about Bad Batch and how that came out like in the first part of the year last time. So that I think that would make sense. It but also. Was- it was May the 4th, and then the second like season January. came out like January. Yeah. I could see them doing a May 4th Bad Batch first two episodes drop there. So I think that will be May the 4th. Skeleton Crew, I think, will definitely be holiday time, like November into December. Uh, so that leaves Tales of the Jedi. They'll dump that late summer, probably. <laughs> I I would be... I would be You're so... just going to dump it somewhere, <laughs> Tales of the Jedi. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean... Star oh, Wars, kids, whatever. What does Al Roker say? <laughs> that it's going to drop at the end of summer. That's what Al Roker says on the Today yeah. Show. Um, 
the the acolyte i would be pleasantly surprised if they're like march 10th the acolyte here it comes uh so i i want acolyte to be first let's let's get some live action a heavy dose of good live action going because andor got punted to 2025 I want Acolyte first and then end it with Skeleton Crew. So bookend the year with the live action and then do Bad Batch uh, Tales of the Jedi in the middle of the year. Um, that's what I would like. I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, either way, I'm really excited for Acolyte. I, I'm excited for everyone else to get a chance to see some of the stuff that we were lucky enough to see uh, at Celebration. It looks so good. And they're clearly filming in a lot of actual tangible spots, which is always, as we found out, especially with these TV shows, a very good thing from a, a visual perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree with the animated stuff. I think, um, the bad batch coming out may, may, it sounds right. And I think that the tales of the Jedi being end of the summer leading into the fall sounds right. I'm just, and we've talked about this before, John, like, I'm just completely reversed on the skeleton crew acolyte thing. I think skeleton crew has already been advertised. It's done filming acolyte, not done filming. I just think it's reversed. I think that they're going to go with skeleton crew earlier in the year and put acolyte closer to the, like, um, remember us for Emmys and whatnot. Uh, that like late November, December, run the so mando that, section that's where they put me yeah it's, it's the it's the more like um uh award awareness zone um hmm. but i that that's just my thoughts and i think part the biggest reason for that is like i said they they've put out things before that have said skeleton crew with like images of jude law and i'm like that just to me signifies that they were already in that marketing phase like get ready for the next thing um, An acolyte still has nothing beyond um, celebration. And that like amazing saying, trailer that we saw that no one else saw. I feel so. Bad I know it's crazy. It's, it's, well, same for skeleton crew. I just both both of them look good, but I think like I think I'm more drawn to the acolyte um, out of the, between the two. But I really have this strong feeling that I'm also going to love skeleton crew. I just think it looks really good. Um, but let's talk about 2025 because that's where people get really excited. The Mandalorian season four and or season two. And then we're obviously going to Star Wars Celebration in Japan that year. So we're probably looking at movie trailers. Lacey, what, which one of those sticks out to you? I mean, Japan. Be, okay. I was going to say it's got to be the movie trailers. But yeah, like, obviously Japan. we love Celebration in Japan. Yeah. I love Celebration. I have since I went to my first one in 2015 in California. Um, I love conventions in general. And Japan is my number one place on my bucket list. Like when we do Patreon exclusive stuff and people ask like, oh, what's somewhere you'd want to go? Like back from 2018, when someone asked that question the first time, I've always said Japan. Japan is my number one place that I want to go. So the fact that they announced it and this is kind of like my way to get there. <laughs> right. Um, with a reason. Um is exciting. And then the fact that it's also a year after this year. So I have a little bit more time with my, my new baby before I need to go across the world. Um, I'm just super hyped to be there, to be with new fans, to be in a new location that isn't Florida or California. Um, there's so much to explore. And the fact that a lot of people from the TRB community are going, it's just going to be like one big, awesome road trip for all of us. I'm like really hyped. Yeah. Yeah. So wild. John, Mandalorian season four and or season two, Celebration Shaban with movie trailers probably. What do you think? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm excited for all of it, of course. Um, very excited to go to Japan. I never thought in a million years I would go. I asked my wife, I was like, do you want to go on this trip? And she's like, no, no. She, she <laughs> Matt said the like, same thing. He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> well, she doesn't like flying. Um, she will fly, but 16, 17 hours is probably pushing it. So um, she's like, no, you just go, which I was like, oh, surprise. You know, I thought you like, you, she'd want to come. So mm-hmm. um Party time for me, though. So that's cool. <laughs> but I am very excited for Celebration Japan. We can't drive there. He's saying party time for me. And then I'm just I can't drive like, there. I can't drive anywhere right now, James. Yeah. I don't have a car. That's, that's my joke. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, but yeah, uh, Celebration I'm very excited about. I think that uh, unless something bad happens with movie productions, uh, we should be on pace to get some sort of a teaser by that point for a, a movie. Cause I assume the next movie is going to start filming uh, next year, 2024. So I, that, that gets me thinking to all those good vibes. Cause you, you go back to celebration 2019 or in Chicago and everybody was excited when that Palpatine cackle happened. And then everyone started getting upset about it after as though they forgot that they were excited. But my point, my point is, okay. Okay. Hold on. My point is, People were not excited because there was no explanation of why that cackle happened. The cackle is exciting. The hype is exciting. But the explanation of, hey, why is that there was not there. It's Star Wars. It's just dark science cloning secrets only the Sith knew. And everyone was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) How did did Darth Maul come back? It's like, oh, he got these spider legs. And then, you know, this guy dragged him out of this garbage pile. And it's like, I love that. You, Don't worry about it. I love that you're using one of those love is blind cups from Netflix. No, this is straight from the set of Game of Thrones. I took it right off the set. So love is blind, the dating show on Netflix or like all the dating shows on Netflix. They use those cups because you can't tell the level of alcohol so they can cut between takes. Right. And also they get them nice and drunk so that they know these people for three minutes. And then they're like, I think I, I think I'm like in love with you. <laughs> God, these shows are so terrible. It's but so anyway, terrible he watches them. <laughs> my wife, the, the worst, the worst Natalie Portman line was brought up earlier, and I think it's it's that conversation. The so love is blind. So you're saying, love oh, has blinded that's worst, you. That's the worst dialogue in Star Wars. Like Poe Dameron, yeah. Poe Dameron sounds like Shakespeare compared to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited for that communal element of we all are together going to watch a brand new trailer of a Star Wars movie. And, and I think that's going to happen. So I'm very hyped on that. Um, but for everybody, because not everybody can go to Celebration, uh, I'll say Mando season four, because I, I have a feeling that it's going to be the final season of The Mandalorian. So uh, to springboard into that uh, movie. So very excited. Yeah, this one's tough for me. But I think like, I mean, obviously, I, there's no... There's there's nothing to compare to Star Wars Celebration. It's its own thing. You know, it's so awesome, so much fun, so exciting. But when it comes to the two pieces of programming that we know about, Mandalorian Season 4 and or Season 2, I honestly think I got to go for Andor Season 2 because that show, I just loved that show. It was so well done. And I know it's not for everybody, but it was for me. And as soon as they announced it, I was the one that was like, I got my bell. I'm ringing the bell. That's exactly what I want. And it delivered for me. I really loved the show. Um, and I'm very excited to see exactly what Tony Gilroy has planned as far as finishing up that because like you said about Mandalorian I know for a fact that's going to be the last season of Andor Mm -hmm. so uh, 
So I'm I'm very ex- excited to see how he wraps that up. Um, Mandalorian season four again, it's another mystery. It's the beginning of a new adventure because we wrapped up in season three. So who knows where they're going to take it? But you're right, they're setting up for the bigger one and movie trailers. Yes, I want to see that Ray movie or or uh, maybe it's the Dave Filoni one. Who knows? We've been talking about all the crazy rumors out there a couple weeks ago on which movie's actually coming first. We don't know, but. Um, most likely it's that right one. I, I still think. I and, still think um, so too. Yeah. Well, that's it. 2024. She hasn't seen a script though yet, right? Didn't she just say that? She hasn't seen a script yet? She, she said that. She said that she. Not the overall overview yeah, of what it's about. It wasn't what I was expecting or something along those lines. Right. Yeah. She said that for every movie she's been in. It's not what yeah. I'm expecting. <laughs> It really surprised me. She said that for every she, single movie. She, she didn't somehow. She didn't really return. think about it like that before. It's her satisfied. You know, fans are going to be satisfied. That's I will. Daisy Ridley says. I will lose my mind in the theater in the best way possible if the opening line because they're bringing the crawls back, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, if the opening line in the crawl somehow is Ray somehow Ray returned. Like, yes. Was, oh jeez. I will lose my mind at how upset people who get upset at silly things get. Uh, and by the way, John, I'm more excited for Mando. I didn't say I was more excited for yeah. like. TV. Oh yeah, I was. I was Mando. actually curious about that because you said celebration first, which is right. But yeah, yeah, I thought, Mando, definitely Mando. Um, John, you didn't catch my when Lacey said uh, she says that a lot. I said she never really thought about it like that before. Oh, you did. Sorry, I'm. I think I'm <laughs> concussed, so I'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> your Mazda X. My Mazda CX-5? Yeah. My VCX-100 is in the shop. <laughs> that's, that's I'm good close. for it. Um, um, yeah, we're going to do an open chat right now. Yeah let's, we gotta, yeah, let's get to the super chats, right? Yeah, so we have a couple super chats, and then I was thinking maybe I'll do the unboxing while we do Ask the Resistance. So that's not just me oh, silently okay. here opening okay. a box. So after, right. the, after the uh, super good. chats, we'll, we'll have James nicely segue us in with some graphic into Ask the Resistance, and then you could unbox away. Yeah. Let's do that. So first up, we have Kyle B. What up, Kyle? He said, welcome back, Lacey. Thank you so much, Kyle. Missed you guys. Truly so sorry to hear about your car, John. And I love the wreath, James. Happy holidays to you and your families. Happy it's holidays, like, Kyle. Good. Bad. Good. Yeah. yeah. And for it patrons, took me a while to get oh, yeah. the wreath right in the center where Gurgu's face is. <laughs> uh, and for patrons, uh, commanders and up, you will be receiving something soon in the mail. Mm-hmm. So be prepared. And exclusive um, videos too, right? Yes, and videos are on the way as well. Um, all right, next up we have Sneaky Zebra. What up, man? What up, Gary? Uh, and this is first Super Chat. So thank you so much for the Super Chat. He said, happy holidays. Rarely managed to catch a live show. You're a busy man. Well, hey. We get it. <laughs> also, I think it's in this the middle a good of the night one. there. <laughs> the no, he just, he just moved to LA. Oh, he did? Yeah. So now you're and, even earlier. Awesome. And I believe he posted that publicly. So I'm not like, 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 hey, go, go knock on Gary's <laughs> door. <Knock on spot. laughs> <laughs> go crash in as Gary's CX-5. Um, <laughs> no, Gary, thank you. And, and thank you, Kyle. Very cool. All happy right. Holidays. One more. We have Mike Ramori. What up, Mike? He said, happy holidays, TRB. This is the season of togetherness. And you three have created a warm and welcoming community. And I hope you all know how much you mean to us. That's so sweet. Thank you all for the, all that you do. You guys are so awesome. We don't, you know, we say it all the time and we mean it 10 times over that you guys are just the best and you're why we do this and uh, are 
days and years and weeks and whatever wouldn't be the same without you guys chiming in and letting us know how much you love Star Wars. So thank you for being a part of this year and previous years and years to come. Uh, We couldn't do it without you. Thank you, Mike. Absolutely. Um, All right. That's it for Super Chats, right, Lacey? It is. All right, James. Let's fire up Ask the Resistance. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? They're nothing. They don't mean anything. Just practice. Just practice and you will be mm. a Jedi, Anakin. Don't worry about the microbes. Jeez. Um, I saw a good explanation of that, by the way, the other day. I guess the explanation was like, everyone can play golf, but not everybody's Tiger Woods or everybody can play basketball, but not everybody's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And I was like, anyone okay, can cook. Yeah, but not everybody's Gordon Ramsay. I don't well, know why I, I just said like, all from men, so I'm really sorry that. <laughs> Yeah, it's very so, sexist. Where he it? says, anyone can cook doesn't mean that anybody can do it. It just means that a good cook can come out of anyone. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like Julia Child. Like, yeah. That's the, <laughs> Julia old, that's the only Julia. famous cook I know that's, yeah. <laughs> anyway. What? Is a woman? Uh, There's Rachel Ray? Like, what I didn't are you say woman. About? That, oh, that's British. That, that, that's British with a high voice register. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I never thought about it like that before. <laughs> All right. Chopper. Uh, ask, the, ask the resistance time and unboxing. So Lacey is going to unbox the Chatterback Chopper. Chatterback um, Chopper has been sitting next to my desk. I've uh, been waiting yeah. to do it, but as you know, I made a human, so got a little delayed. <laughs> As um, you are unboxing this, there the first question for as the wait, hold on, is, let me go over a little little couple details before I take it out of the box. You can do deets first. Okay, do the yeah, deets. A couple details. So it is posable. It is actual size to what you see here on the box. So what is that? Ten inches, eleven inches, which is kind of cool. Uh, it is the actual size ratio of chopper head and body movements, um, and it has trigger sounds. So it should be sassy and has 40 plus sound and movement combos. That's sick. So, 40 sound and movement And this combos. was released with the um, Ahsoka release. We saw that in action on the show we floor did. with Hasbro at uh, yeah. in London, in London. Right? Yep. Yeah. And that was yep. a, I think it was a reveal at the time too. Like it no one was. had seen it before. Yeah. Yes, first. It yeah. It's a, that's a, yeah, it's a legit item. Um, all right. Are you ready to answer a question while you're opening that box, Lacey? Yeah, it's already mm-hmm. out of the box. This isn't a really hard one to unbox. Some of them is like a whole process. This one just has the twist size, which I have to say Hasbro's gone like for this full kind of environmental packaging, which I appreciate, but their twist ties aren't those like terrible plasticky metal ones. It's like paper mm. now that they're really easy to get off. The twist mm. ties oh, yeah, off. yeah, yep. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, all right, Lacey, the first question is going to you. You have been away for about a year now. So now that you're back, <laughs> Ciaran Dodril would like to know, I would love to hear Lacey's thoughts on what Adam Driver recently said about his character arc. So we talked about it on TRB Live. Me, James and I had a long discussion about that. Um, but Lacey, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. want to know what your thoughts are on what Adam Driver said, because uh, you surely heard what he said. I did. I tweeted it out when I initially saw it on Twitter with the comment interesting. And all I said was interesting. This is what he said. And all the comments were people either raging that that's not what happened or that is what happened. And all I said was interesting. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my thoughts are, first of all, I am loving all these interviews with Adam Driver. The recent one he did on Kelly Ripa's show where he talked about babies, which, spoiler alert, Adam Driver has two kids now. Didn't know that. He has a daughter who's eight months old. Um, But I appreciated his comments about babies because he had said, uh, you know, you forget the second time around how much babies suck. And it's obviously in a loving way, but babies do suck. You have to feed them every two to three hours and you have to change them every two to three hours and then they vomit everywhere and they pee everywhere. Um, So, yeah, they do suck kind of. So I get it. (laughs) They were like, are you tired? He's like, yes, I am very tired. Um, but his comments on Kylo Ren were interesting to me just because he had said that when he took the part, he had no understanding or background into Ben Solo or the dyad or anything like that. His perception from what he was told and what he took the role as, and also how he played the character throughout the trilogy, he said, was that this character was an opposite or reverse Vader and that he was never going to be redeemed. He was always going to go bad, bad, which makes sense to all the people that mocked Colin Trevorrow's script, uh, it makes sense in that script because he goes very bad. Mm-hmm. He goes like full on, like blinds Ray, like terrible person. And I remember reading that and it seemed very out of touch because of what we saw in TLJ. And I think it's another example that Adam had his own ideas JJ had his own ideas, you know, everybody involved kind of has their own perspectives. And as the trilogy went on, those all changed. And I think even just from movie to movie, they changed. So it's been interesting hearing him talk about that because I think he's still grappling with that. He probably fully didn't understand the character the best he could because there was no plan. That's what kind of caught me off guard. I was like, Oh, so they, they literally changed this on him every movie. And he was kind of just picking up from there. Um, but am I wrong on this? He also said like that was during the rise of Skywalker film. Yeah. They changed things during too, because they had him doing lines in a closet, like November before the movie was coming out when the movie was coming out in December. And that's not to say that that's wrong because mm-hmm. they had you and McGregor do his lines very late in the production process for the first TFA movie. I'm just saying when they do stuff like that, like we were just saying with Acolyte, things change. Yeah. So it's tough when you go in and you film scenes or do things and they end up on the edit, edit room floor. Um, you know, for me, it's very hard in The Rise of Skywalker when you watch it. And the s- second half, third maybe, of the movie, he says nothing. The last thing he says in the movie is, ow. Yeah. And, to me, and to me, that's just weird. You're going to have Adam Driver, Oscar nominated Adam Driver say, ow, for the last third of the movie. That's it. And I think yeah, that's why I have such an issue with his death is if he gave some type of monologue to Ray, like, hey, I'm doing this because of whatever. Or, hey, I've lived my life. It's now your turn to move on. Yeah. Or I even like, right, right, right. No, 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 no. You know, like as she's like laying there, you know, or right. something that so he says nothing, yeah. nothing. So that's why I think they actually if you look, there are instances in T- uh, TLJ. Oh, my God. The Rise of Skywalker where you see his mouth moving, but there's no sound. I think he did say things and they just were like, Oh, this doesn't fit mute. Well, (laughs) you could also say they had an inner monologue discussion through the force when they were having that moment where like everything sort of got quiet. All right. This man is a King. He is a King and he will always be a treasure. All right. All right. 
You sound right, like, next... uh, what's her name? Michelle Rejwan trying to explain how things are hopeful. Um, no, but long story short, I think that I probably, look, I love, there's certain moments I love that we got with Ben Solo and, the, and Kylo Ren throughout the series. I think if they stayed on that trajectory in TFA of him being a bad guy, which I'm 100% honest with this, and I've said this before, when I left T, uh, TFA, when I left The Force Awakens, the first time and the, all the other times I left it, before TLJ, I hated Kylo Ren. I hated him. I thought he was the worst. He's such a terrible person. He killed Han Solo. Look what he did to Finn and what he did to Rey. He made her cry. Like, he's a terrible, terrible, terrible person. If they kept on that track, I feel like he would have been one of the best villains of all time. Now, because they didn't stay on that track and they went a different way, which is, again, not my story to tell. That's their choice. I think it weakened the character on the bad side. Um, and I don't think they stuck the landing or dedicated enough time to the good side to make it feel like you got absolute closure. And I feel like Adam feels the same way. I think he wanted to play the bad guy. I think that's why he took the role. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, everything's anyway, there. I'm out of the box, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. There we go. There's Chopper. Okay. I just did like literally like a. <clears throat> Do you yeah. have... <laughs> Is he, He's not batterized yet, right? He does not have batteries. I have batteries here. So while we answer more questions, I'll try to get some batteries in them. All right. Let's go on to the next question, which comes from Mike Ramori, who asked, what non-Star Wars thing are you most looking forward to in 2024? Also, it's Kieran was that guy's name. You said Sierra. It's Kieran. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just just to correct that really quick. So. But but it's funny that the person who corrected me spelled it differently than how the person who he name sang is it, it phonetically. That's what the name is. Oh, whatever. Thank you, Kieran. <laughs> uh, who corrected me? Star Wars Steve. Well, he's never getting on the show again. Goodbye, Steve. Um, <laughs> all right, Mike Ramori up next. And Mike said, "What non-Star non Wars thing are you looking forward to most in 2024?" Let's keep it to maybe movies and shows, I assume, and not you know they're bringing back the McRib or something. <laughs> um, I'm going with Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. I am all in. Fan service me. Uh, they're back in New York. Slimer's there. Venkman's there. Uh, I'm all about this next Ghostbusters movie. It's coming out in March. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the new Ghostbusters movie. How about you guys? Um, I'm going to go with there's a new Dragon Ball series that's going to be happening in 2024 off of not having one for... Oh, I'm going to throw it out here. Seven years, something like that. Wow. Right. Somewhere close to that. They've just, they did, um, they did a, a, a new series years ago. And uh, I want to say like 20, 2015 or something like that. And it ran for a while. Uh, but then they've j only done movies since then. So it's, we've had like four movies uh, for Dragon Ball um, released in theaters and actually doing really well, like hitting like, you know, big billboard, um, or billboard uh, yeah, numbers, but um, actually doing really well, but they're finally doing it and they're bringing back a new series. So uh, the announcement went out earlier this year and it's only one year away and uh, new lot, lots to be excited for uh, Dragon Ball fans from that. Nice man. Congrats. <clears throat> um, Lacey, what about you? Got anything in I'm mind? getting a gonna... small screwdriver. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Matt's over here. I didn't know if you saw him. So I was saying, that's why I'm looking behind me. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. all I needed. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. 
Well, Bennett showed oh. up earlier, so we don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. That's true. Um, no I was one just came to see me. I'm crippled. No one came back on me. Yeah. John, is that your car back there? <laughs> I would probably say maybe Deadpool 3. Yeah. Or depending on Rebel Moon Part 1, which I haven't watched yet, Part 2 is coming out. Sounds oh, great. Oh, Dune Part 2 also. Oh. Dune's coming out. <sighs> yeah. God. So good. I don't know all about the, TV show. I've, I'm only looking at the movies. Is Squid Game coming out next year? I don't know when TV shows are coming oh, out. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I watched the, the reality show and it was all right. I watched it too, yeah. It was I watched great. the Mr. Beast. Can you go with this? Do you, do, do you not know what I'm talking about? Mr. John? Beast? Oh, yeah. the show where the person's in the store? No, 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 no. Mr. Beast, oh. the YouTuber, did yeah. Squid Game in real life. Oh, I heard And then he Netflix copied killed? him. Oh. No, no, no. He faked it, though. He, like, edited people out that, like, won. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, yeah, there's some debates over some stuff, I'm sure. But it was the, it's the biggest Mr. Beast video he had ever done. Um, oh. So yeah. is it was the, yeah. But then uh, Netflix did their thing, and he's like, kind of copied me. <laughs> like, do you, are you going to acknowledge that this was my thing? And nah, anyway. Well, so I watched that. Um, okay. Well, that sounds pretty good. Um, are we feeling good about this question? Yeah. I'm All feeling right. good. All right. Last question. We'll do one more here. Uh, Wolf King Jedi Master, what is going on, man? Uh, he said, I believe in the Discord server, he said this is his first live in a while. So good to have you, pal. He said, do you, any of you want Exegol to return in the Acolyte? Uh, we will start with the biggest Palpatine fan I know, Lacey Gillerin. Thanks, John. I am a huge <laughs> Palpatine fan. The biggest ever. He's just a character that I really speak to or speaks to me in such a way that... <laughs> you, I speak to him all the time. <laughs> I speak to him. Like, I called him yesterday. Yeah. Just chatted about, you know, texted him about John's accent. He's feeling really bad about it. Um, My accent? Accident. Accident. Oh, my accent. Like, okay. <laughs> We're back to awkward and awkward. Oh, geez. Um, no, I don't want Exegol to ever return ever again. Oh. Same with, same with Palpatine. I'm no. Thank you. All right. Uh, what about you, James? You, we'd like to see a little bit more of Exegol. See what's going 100%, on. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm so down for this. Yeah, Exegol. So the thing is, like, this is long before Palpatine, but it seems like the, it has these deeper, darker Sith connections where there's been these people worshiping this uh, religion for years there. Right. And, you know, um, I know they they probably started working on Final Order stuff in Palpatine's lifetime, but it doesn't mean that they weren't building these temples and these idols and other things. I just think it's such a crazy idea that if the Acolyte really is journeying into the dark side, that it could be like the Exegol could be this cool source for everything evil. Uh you know, I'm I'm with you, man. I feel like we got a taste of it in Rise of Skywalker, and I thought it was a very cool place. Um, and I'd be interested to see a little bit more behind the curtain of what's going on there. And I feel like the Acolyte's that great spot for it because it really does. Unless you know we're completely thwarted in what they're going to be doing with this show, it really feels like they're going to pull back the curtain on the Sith a bit uh, and get into the mythos a bit more of that. So I, I'm down to, to see more. That, it, it doesn't mean we're going to get Palpatine because it's before his right. time. So 
Uh, maybe that's where Plagueis rolled, and then when he died, he, Palpatine just took it over. Like we'll and find I, out. But. I think that was also just one of the complaints for Rise of Skywalker was that like you showed us this really cool world and like didn't tell us anything about it. Like who are all these people? You know, we hear this chanting and we're like, we never see any of those people. It's just kind of odd, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Interesting. So let's thank show you. them. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Uh, thank you to everybody who submitted questions, but uh, we are up on time. So um, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. If you are watching on YouTube, Lacey is uh, showcasing all of the wonderful talents of Chopper right now. So he's super cool. I have to say... Getting him out of the box, super easy. 10 out of 10. Putting the batteries in him, 2 out of 10. Had to have He's my husband Zoidberg come up. right now? Had to have my husband come up, remove the screw, put the batteries in <laughs> off camera, and hand it back to me. So, so you two name, out of 10. You name all male chefs. You <laughs> hand the chopper over to the man in the house. What are you doing, Lacey? Come on. Jeez. I, I couldn't see, like, in my angle, I had no leverage Anyway, he's super cool. Look at him. Nice. He talks and moves around. That's really <laughs> cool. That's not your bare bones chopper gift. <laughs> I could tell you that my daughter is going to be really excited for this because for months she's been going open, open, no, there you open go. box. Hold on. And now it's time. Now um, it's time. I, I would use that thing till the batteries were bone dry. You know what I mean? There it is. All right. Listen, I got to <laughs> get us out of here. So uh, I do want to say thanks to everybody who has been listening to us all year, whether you just found us this year or you've been with us for a long time. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's kind of a cra- uh, weird, wacky year with the, the strikes and uh, things getting moved around. Um, but also celebration and Ahsoka Mando, just a, a lot of ups and downs and craziness going on. Uh, in the movie industry and uh, including with uh, Star Wars. But thanks for sticking with us. We we had a, a really great year and we look forward to more in 2024. Um, just so you know, uh, we're not sure what the future of social media is, but we are on the new latest, greatest platforms. <laughs> Nosedive. I'm going to keep trying to go through here. Bob Blue Sky oh and uh, Threads at TRB Podcast if you want to follow us over there. Did you hear him? He just went, uh-oh. <laughs> your third how child I, already. How do I turn yeah. it off? You just throw it against the wall. Um, all right. And then as far as supporting TRB, we have a Patreon. If you are able to support us, uh, you get some fat Christmas money and you're like, I want to support my favorite Star Wars podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. So you can head to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Tears start at five bucks. Uh, we have exclusive episodes just for Patreon. We're actually going to be releasing some exclusive holiday stuff for our patrons uh, this week. And uh, we have a uh, Discord server, commentaries, a lot of cool stuff over there, including uh, polls and bonus questions. Check us out, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. And uh, we hope to see you there in addition to our return on regular episodes, January 4th. Special shout out to the Generals and Spice Runners, Carmelo, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Frank Grande, Nick Kratz, Chris Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Brendan McLaughlin, Sneaky Zebra, Colin Cormier, Jolton Jedi DiMaggio, Diana, and Dave Hornack. Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Michael Fry, and the Fort Worthian. Uh, for me... 
Johnny Hoey on social media and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. We just put out an episode on Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I uh, appreciate it if you check it out. Uh, and uh, James, how about you, buddy? Twitter and Instagram, both at Myra Trunks. James, where did you get that Christmas sweater? I love it. I want to buy one. I actually don't remember. I, th- I want to say just Walmart, Target, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey, how about you? Uh, still trying to turn this off. I don't know how to turn it off. Anybody have any ideas? Because I don't. Zero Maybe it's out a of shopper. 10 on- Stop. Zero out of 10 on turning yeah. it off. <laughs> Hmm. Um, guess his name's not Stopper. He's going whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> you can't stop Chopper. Well, why don't you have Chopper tell us what your social media handle is? Okay, where where can they find me? Where can they find me? I heard it. All you hear is a ring. Yeah. audio listeners are like where do i tweet at this person based (laughs) based on some of our reviews people would probably like him on the episode more than me anyway so maybe i should just (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway uh you can find me on all social media at lacy gillerin uh it's good to be back Uh, i will be back on the episodes in january cool good to have you back Mm-hmm. I back. had so much quality content. Welcome back. Um, all right. We want to thank everybody for uh, checking this show out. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope everyone has a safe, healthy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll be back with you on Thursday, January 4th for TRB Live as always. So take it easy. And until next time from us here at the Resistance Broadcast, we'll see you around, kids. 